Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Family Fortune Podcast. With This is Lashana, and with me we have... Claudette. And we have a ultra, ultra special guest <laughs> with us today. Everybody give it up for the Reverend Michael Woods. Hey, fam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today, seeing as how it is January, start of a new year, you know, everybody resolutions and everything else um although the ideal time to do this would have been in december but you know it's not too late in january we're going to talk about how to set smart financial goals and when i say smart i mean the acronym smart do you know what the acronym smart stands for there um reverend woods uh i do specific measurable achievable realistic and time-based goals all right look at you you get an a yeah well thank you i appreciate that didn't do well in uh high school but uh yeah okay so we're going to break that down for you and give you a specific example of setting smart realistic goals but have you set your goals yet um claudia for the, for the new year i i have i have so at the beginning of the year uh, my husband and I, we always sit down and talk about what we want to accomplish financially for the year. Mm-hmm. And usually I'm the one that puts the plan in place um, to make it happen. So we are, um, we have some pretty high goals for this year. Mm-hmm. So aggressive, <laughs> I should say very aggressive goals for this year, but um, I put a plan in place, and um, we're following it. Okay, good. What about you, Ron Woods? You got your goals set for the year? So they're not complete, uh, but uh, my wife and I have started. Um, those discussions, we actually started back in early December. But as you know, I worked for Reverend Dr. Charles E. Goodman, Jr. and <laughs> the Tabernacle. Baptist Church in Augusta, and uh, we are a church of all things, and so we've been extremely busy. Mm-hmm. So, um, but within the next, I don't know, ten to maybe twelve days, we'll we'll be completed um, with our with our with our joint goals uh, as well as our individual goals. Okay, that's awesome for both of y'all. I have to say that um, I have thought about them. <laughs> And I have not yet completed mine yet either. I've completed one aspect of it, and that's when it pertains to the finances for my travel, because I'm going to travel this year. But as far as other financial aspects, I have not yet. But that is on my um, to-do list before the end of January. But let's talk about SMART goals. So you uh, remember what you said, uh, SMART stands for Specific measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-based. So when it comes to setting smart financial goals, give us an example, if you if you can, of what would be a specific, you know, when you're talking specific financial goal. Sure. So let's say, uh, for me, I think a specific goal was to, uh, at a certain time frame, purchase a home. And so I'll, I'll use this example. It's probably the most impactful uh, goal that I set, financial goal that I set, even before relocating to Augusta six years ago. That was that I knew that uh, I was going to be purchasing either a newer home or I was going to have one built and ultimately, you know, had one built. Um, 
but I could give consider uh, considerations to uh, things like you know credit report, uh, debt to income ratio, savings accounts, investments, etc. Uh, when doing that, um, and the one goal that I had was not only to have a substantial down payment, but to also have a lower interest rate, and um, and so having to set that set set those specific goals, um, that means that I had to put some things in place. Um, one that I could measure, um, and two um, that I can be that I had to be very specific about because, as you know, dealing with money, uh, the more money you have available unto you through savings uh, measures that you may put in place, the more tendency you have um, to try to include other expenditures uh, in that process. So you have to be very specific and focused. And so a part of what I did was to, one, uh, pay off all credit cards. But, of course, this is a long-term process. Um, so I have even currently have no credit card debt, uh, no credit cards uh, whatsoever. Uh, and then increased savings and investments. And then as a result, when we got ready to buy a house a couple of years ago. Okay. So let me let me cut in and interject for just a moment. So for specifically you would say your specific goal would be to buy a house. Yes, that that's was a specific aspect. goal. I apologize. Yes, that's that was a aspect. specific goal. Okay, that's the aspect, the S yes. for that. Yes. Okay, so Claudette, um, piggybacking off of his goal, we're going to use his goal as the example through all that. What would be the measurable thing you would add to that? Uh, measurable is how you're going to quantify it. So if his specific goal was to buy a house, then... Um, I'm sure he had a price range or a budget number for a house in mind and how much he would need for a down payment. So therefore, he would make a plan to save for the down payment. So for me, um, one of my goals was to finish paying off my debt. So I made a plan. I added up my debt, decided how much I needed to save extra to put towards that debt. And of course, once I pay off one debt, I'm going to take that money and put it towards the next until I pay it off. Um, another thing I do is if I get any extra money in hand, um, I put it towards it. Okay. So quantifying is measurable. measurable. So using his um, Reverend Wood's example of a specific goal to purchase a house, the quantifier will be I want to purchase a house for $175,000, okay? And so the achievable portion would be how you go about doing it, what you need to do, the actionable steps. You know, sometimes instead of saying achievable, achievable, they say actionable, the the actual steps. So going with that room was specific goal to purchase a house for $175. What steps would you need to take to achieve that? So I think the first step would be to ensure that I am uh, saving outside of the six months that you set aside for savings, Mm -hmm. specifically for a house, as I think Claudia just mentioned, being sure that any available incomes I had specifically went to a separate restricted account where I I could even not have access to a correct. And then, of course, working on my credit report, which means that uh, that would impact the, uh, the my interest rate whenever I did uh, have opportunity to buy a house. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. So the next one, so specific, measurable, achievable, and the next one is realistic. So, Claudette, 
how do you um what would be a re- how do you make that realistic for you you got to kind of tailor it towards yourself right mm-hmm. like for example for i'm not saying you can't do it but say the the purchase of the house was a million dollars would that be realistic for you you have to make those kind of determinations correct you know what correct. is the realistic um, financial amount that you can save in any given period correct so that's what that comes for and then the last one is time based what how long are you going to give yourself to save correct correct okay correct and my time based uh determines how aggressive <laughs> my uh savings are right so if you give yourself a time base of say 2 years to save for your house then you then you can kind of back plan from that to say this is how much i need to save per month per quarter for whatever in order to achieve the $175 purchase price of this home within two years right right or i can tell you for me i did it the reverse Mm -hmm. in this in this sense how much can i afford to set aside for a home Mm -hmm. right outside of my monthly expenditures right a savings account that didn't have anything to do with the purchase of a home in a separate account right and then i measured out let's just say it was just a hundred dollars a month, right. That I was able to save. I had to literally measure out how many years it would take for me to come with X number of dollars for a down payment. And that's just simply how long it took me to, to do that. Right. Yeah. And that kind of goes back to the realistic part. You know, you got to know your money. Absolutely. In order to know how long you're going to take, like it wouldn't be realistic to say, I'm going to save $175, 175000 oh. <laughs> sorry, $175,000 in, say, three months. Right, exactly. Not to say certain people can't, but, you know, you have to set the realistic goals for yourself. Absolutely. For your income and how much you're willing to sacrifice or save or put aside based upon your mindset and everything else. Absolutely. Like, like for me, it may take me 10 years. Um, to save one hundred and seventy five dollars, right. and that's more realistic for me. I keep saying one hundred seventy five dollars. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. You know, back in the day, it did take me almost ten years to save one hundred seventy five dollars. Let's just be real. So, any um, last thoughts you want to give to the audience? We're going to start with you, Claudette, on setting smart goals, financial goals. Any financial goal is attainable. That is so true. I like that. It is attainable. I like that. The biggest part of your goal is discipline. Having that discipline to see it through, even if it's a large goal, say you want to save $20,000 for that down payment um, in a year, you can do it. Sure can. Take that $20,000 and divide it by 52 weeks, and you know what you have to do. You might not be able to go to Starbucks every month, but there Mm -hmm. are things you can do to make it happen. You do things you want to do. Correct. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, we do what we want to do, right? And I think we do it when we want to do it. Or, And I think the, the commitment is within yourself, being sure you don't look across the street at what someone else is doing. That's uh, and be relative to your own um, to your own life and space, meaning that uh, know what income you bring in, know what your 
your income is for your salary, how many hours a week you have to work, et cetera, right? Be honest about that for how long it might take you to do that, how much money you can save, and be very realistic about how long it may take you to do something. And I will say this too, sometimes you have to start like I did with a smaller house, right, to work toward maybe mm. even a larger house, right, using um, purchase and sales process, like purchase a small house and then sell it and then keep going that way to get to where your ultimate goal is because it may take you several steps to get there. And uh, don't be afraid uh, to be able to take some of those minimum steps to get the maximum. Okay. Um, everything summed up um, very well. I will say, though, that uh, it's not too late to set goals, period, for 2023. If you have not set your goals, be it financial, personal, or what have you, for 2023, it's not too late. It's never too late. So go ahead and sit down and set those goals. And as always, we like to thank the River Michael Woods for sitting in with us today and talking to us about setting goals. Until the next time we meet, I'm Lashana. And I'm Claudette. And this is the Family Fortune. <laughs>